Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 18, folks. Thank you for joining me on this lovely evening slash morning or noon or night or whatever you're, uh, whenever you're listening to this lovely podcast. It was a uh, beautiful day out there. A lot of sun. Pretty cool. Not as cool as I would like it, but we're getting there slowly but surely. I'll take uh, I'll take a 60, 66 day over a 90 or an 80 or even a 70 degree any day of the week. You know, can't stand the heat. You guys know that shit. I uh, I just came into the uh, into the studio, if you will, from working on my bathroom. And if you've been following along here, you'll probably remember that a few podcasts ago. I said, oh, I'm finally wrapping up the bathroom, and everything's going good, and life is good. I'm glad to be done. Well, then I installed the light bulb. What are you talking about? Well, I had everything pretty much dialed in in the uh, bathroom, and I had been working in there basically, you know, nights after work. And uh, I was doing it with my little Milwaukee 18 volt light and I mean you know you know for me who you know I'm a plumber pipe fitter I'm used to being in basements dark dingy dirty dusty cobwebby right never well lit never my uh one of my good friends rest in peace Jimmy Manchester hacker he always used to say it should be against the law it should be an actual crime if you don't have a light bulb above your boiler and boy, was he right. And uh, so I'm, I'm working that night. So I don't have the main, you know, light fixture up yet. And I'm working in there with my M18 light. And I'm like, God is good all the time. I don't got to worry about shit. Everything's well lit. I'm cutting all the paint in and, you know, spackling and doing the trim. And everything's looking A1, you know. And then about two weeks ago, I had a uh, I had a, a moment where I was just calm and cool and collected, and nothing could be wrong in my world, you know. And then my fiance walks in, and she says to me, "She goes, you know, for the past two weeks, I've been pissing in that room, in the new bathroom. You know, we install a nice, beautiful toilet. You paint. You know, we." put a new shower valve in. We do everything, but it still doesn't have a light. There's no light in the fucking joint. I got to put my phone light on if you're in the other bathroom. I got to go in there when I want to take a piss, and I'm, I'm living like I'm in the fucking Stone Age, you know? So I said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this lovely night on hold for a second. I'm going to go and grab that there $350 fucking light fixture that I got robbed from Home Depot for, and um, I'm going to install this fucker. Hell, my fiance is here. She's going to give me a hand. What could go wrong? Three wires, you know, and uh, no big deal, right? So we grab the fixture out of the garage. We go upstairs. You know, we take it out of the package, and right off the rip, you know, there's a million fucking pieces it's one of these units where it's supposed to look um, 
you know, colonial style, if you will. It's it's like antiquated. It's uh, it's got like these beautiful glass bulbs. Um, they're clear with like a bubbled effect on them, you know. Um, and then they've got these beautiful cages with, you know, like if you've ever been to a farm, you'll see like the lights on the side of the barn. They've got the, you know, the the metal around the bulb, so that way if you go by with a hoe or something, bang, bap, slap, and you won't pop the bulb, right? Well, that's what this has got. So, you know, I'm looking at it and I'm going, this is, this is already more than I bargained for. What are we doing here, you know? And, uh, you know, she said, just calm down. At this point, I'm already sweating. You know, it's 60, it's 60, I think it was 64 in the house at the time. I'm already sweating. I'm fucking soaked, you know? And I'm going, we might have a problem here. So we lay all the pots out. I said, well, let me just get this thing on the fucking wall. Let's, let's start the project there. Let's, let's like do the first step, you know? Uh, just assembling like the, the bulb hardware and the bulbs and the enclosures. That's a whole nother bags, but let's start with mounting it. So I get out my tape measure and I'm like trying to be fucking Bob the Builder, you know, and I'm measuring and I'm mocking and I'm trying to take my time and everything's good and whatever. So, you know, I I finally get the thing, you know, ready to go. The wires are like barely coming out of the wall Everything's fucking tight. You know, I got an extra wire. God knows where it goes. I think it's a ground. I don't know. I tied it in. It's been in for two weeks, folks, and the house ain't down yet. So we're good to go, I think. Um, You know, so, and then my shoulder's hurting. I'm trying to hold it, and it's way up. You know, it's, I got like, probably like eight foot, well, maybe like seven and a half foot ceiling. So it's pretty, pretty high for a regular house, you know? And uh, I'm trying to hold this fucking thing up and drill the screw through. And it's just hurting me. And I'm telling her to hold the fucking thing. She's saying her shoulders, her virgin shoulders are hurting for no reason. You know, I'm I'm just like, now this is becoming, now we're getting into the realm of I'm going to just fucking leave in a minute, you know? And uh, then I finally get the thing mounted, but there's a wire sticking out. So I take it all back apart, put the wire back in. I fucking, I think I ended up taping it or something just like into the enclosure just to keep it like in there from coming out, you know, and uh, finally got that up. Then we install the bulbs that we bought, you know, so now even, even in the, in you know, the current state of inflation, even in a, a simple light bulb, a 60 water is like. $15 a bulb, you know, so we're talking four bulbs here, so I take the four bulbs out, you know, I install them, immediately realize that you have to put the enclosure in for, you know, the the glass domes in first, then put the bulb, so I take them all back out, and I didn't even fire the unit up at this point, get everything pretty much built, cocked, locked, ready to rock, flick the light on, bulbs are just you know, they go by temperature, you know, so you've got a warm bulb, it's like a more like, uh, like amber light, you know, um, a cool bulb, you know, is like, you know, daylight type deal, LED, you know, bluish light, not good for your eyes, 
but we love it, you know. Um, and it just looks horrendous. It takes the color. We've got this beautiful, um, not like baby blue, but like this like shade of blue that's like, you know, comes from like a colonial collection. It's really beautiful with the white trim. It just popped, you know, and it really looked really good in the M18 light, which is uh, a LED style. So now I'm like, fuck, what are we going to do? So we take all the enclosures back down. You know, we, we, we now it's become now we're like two hours in at this point. My spirits are down. I'm depressed. I'm really regretting my decision, like really bad. And, um, you know, so we take it all back down. And I said, well, you know, no big deal. We'll just use the bulbs that we have in the other bathroom. They're very similar, but they're, they're, they're LED colored versus the amber. So I go, and it's one of those situations. You know how when you look for something, it's not where you saw it, but you walk by it, and every day, like clockwork, it's right where you remember it. You know, you see it, you know, it's probably in your fucking way. You're like, oh, it's fucking bulbs, you know? And then the day that you need them, they're not there. Nowhere to be found, gone, you know? That's my life. You know, that's, you know, some people say it's ADHD. I think it's a fucking poltergeist or something. Something's doing it. It's not just me. It can't just be me, you know? And it's like, so I'm looking around. The bulbs are not there. And I'm now I'm ripping my house apart. I mean, I'm screaming on the top of my lungs. I, I, my back is hurting. It's just, and I'm sweating, you know? So, long story short, I end up finding the fucking bulbs, put them in. At this point, we haven't even stood back. We just turned it on, shut it off, took the bulbs out, and so on and so forth. So, we put the new bulbs in, put it in, boom. Flick the switch, bulb temperature perfect. But now I'm looking around the room, and I'm going, oh, my fucking word. It's just, it's a, de- it's a debauchery. It's the whole place is shockwad. For whatever reason, the MAT, the, the, the positioning of the M18 light was impeccable for covering any blemishes, I guess. You know, I don't know how the fuck I did it. I mean, I put it every single which way. I had the light in my hand. I thought I was doing all the right things. I'm, I'm trying to shine it, you know, in different directions. You know, like when you paint a fucking car, you've got lights all around you. Every single angle is covered by light. So that way you could see what it's going to look like in the daytime. Well, that's what I was doing. And, of course, I'm painting it during the day sometimes. At this point, you know, it's still early, early. You know, it's like late summer. So we've got, you know, we still got sunlight past fucking three o'clock in the afternoon. We can still breathe. Um, and, you know, I'm like, oh, everything's good. And then we flick this light on. I mean, it is like every area I spackled was a fucking disaster. Every single one. There wasn't one that was like, you know what, we could leave that be. It was just everything was fucking clapped, you know? And... uh you know, I'm saying to my to my fiance, I go, why the fuck? You know, this is before I even did any of the work. I go, why are the fucking ceilings clapped out? And as it turns out, she was, you know, she was in in the marching band, 
and she didn't play no instrument. She she was doing rifle. John, what's rifle? Never heard of that. Well, you know those idiots in the front of the band that sit there and they toss like fake wood guns in the air and and toss them back and forth and you know like that's what she used to do, and she would practice in the house. And the ceilings would get all clapped out, you know, because she's throwing this fucking, this 10-pound wood log at the fucking ceiling, you know. Oh, look at me, I'm practicing. Boom! Oh, you know, nick there, you know, or slice there, or broken plaster there, you know. So the ceilings are, the ceilings are pretty much done, you know. They hurt. And uh, she tells me this, and I'm just like, wow, man, you know, what the fuck? So, as you can imagine, I had to go around and, I mean, really, skimco isn't even the word. You know, it's like skimco, skimco, patch, patch, you know, it's just a fucking nightmare. And uh, this lighting just really opened opened up uh, for a lot of, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what how to word it. It just, it made it look like shit. You know what I mean? It looks like dog shit. So, you know, now I'm looking at her going, this is a fucking problem. And she's rubbing my back and she's going, yeah, it's okay, you know. And then she starts looking a little bit more. She goes, yeah, you know what? We're going to have to redo this. AKA, I got to redo this, right? Oh, my God. So now I'm throwing shit, you know. The dog's getting involved. I'm, I'm cussing her the fuck out, poor fajita, you know. Thank God she's going deaf because... If she would have heard the shit I was saying to her, she probably would have ran out of the fucking house. And uh, so that's where I spent my night tonight. Just uh, respackling. And actually, I had respackled it the other morning, but I just sanded everything back down and, you know, repainted everything. And I was painting trim and all this. And here we are three hours later, well, four hours later. My back hurts. My soul, my spirit's broken. But I will say, folks, it looks a lot better. Oh, I forgot. And we got this nice, beautiful mirror, you know? So we're like, oh, we'll, we'll hang the mirror up, you know, once we finish the lighting. How could we fuck this up? You know, we've hung millions of things in this house. Picture frames, um, signage, uh, you know, um, live, laugh, love. You know, I mean, it, it's all over the house, you know? I'm like, how could we fuck this up? Well, you know, she's talking, I'm talking, we're taking measurements left and right, and I totally blow the measurements, like way off, way, way. It ended up being like both the holes I I blew through the wall for the anchors were like way out, like an inch or two past where the picture, where the the mirror was going to be. So, I mean, I was in pretty rare form. It was one of those nights, stand the fuck back. Don't come near me. Don't talk to me. Don't even look at me, you know? So my peaceful night just went absolutely to hell. But it is what it is. We got everything patched up. It looks pretty good now. We're going to give the, uh, the the mirror mounting another whack probably tomorrow or something like that when I'm trying to relax. And she comes in and goes, well, you know, now that it's done, why don't we try to, you know, you know she's going to do that. But God bless her. And uh, hopefully this time it's measured twice and blow a hole through the fucking wall once. But we shall see. 
In other news, uh, the rapper uh, Takeoff from the Migos has passed away. He died of, uh, let's just say, unnatural causes in the form of uh, gunshots, you know, uh, to the head, to the sternum, and uh, not good over a dice game. Now, original, you know, people are fucking wild. You know, TMZ is just like how they get this shit, what they're paying people. I don't know. But, you know, the dude got shot like fucking 30 minutes ago. And TMZ is already posting pictures of, you know, Quavo, another member of the Migos. He's actually supposed to be related to take off, uh, you know, over the kid's dead body and shit. And blurred out images of, you know, the kid, you know, laid out. I mean, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I get it, you know, like, you're a tabloid. You got to do what you got to do to survive. You got to have the hottest news. And, you know, but for me, it's like, you know, you can you can have the best information. You can bring information forward without posting pictures of this kid. You know, I mean... You got to imagine. Now, this happened at, like, I think it was, like, 2 a.m. It was after the bars closed, everything like that. You got to imagine that there was probably a couple of his... I mean, who doesn't have Snapchat, you know? And who doesn't have TMZ, you know, subscribed on their Snapchat or at least just showing up, you know? So you got to imagine that this kid's, you know, family members probably woke up that morning not knowing shit and put opened up fucking Snapchat, and here it is. This kid is fucking laid out. You know, it's pretty rough, you know, and all over a dice game. I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I don't see it's 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 crazy. I'm going to give, you know, my little it's probably going to be controversial. People are going to want to shoot me. But what the fuck? You know, this is tainted judgment. You don't like it. Suck a dick. And, um, you know, but for me, it's like I see these rappers, right? And if I was a rapper, let's just let's just let's talk in hypotheticals here, okay? If I had Migos money, right? Okay, which is hundreds of millions of dollars between brand deals, the music, which you really don't make much off of the music, believe it or not, but the brand deals and you know promotions and everything else that goes on, right? If I had you know Migos money, if I had celebrity status money i would not you could not catch me in the hood you couldn't you you'd be like where is he He, i don't know you literally would not know but it's like these guys make hundreds of millions of dollars and they go right back to where they came from now i don't think that the migos are from us uh from houston texas i'm not that's not what i'm saying let me finish the argument before you start. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, shut up. What I'm saying is, is if I had their money, I would be, I would pay for me, my whole crew, and anybody else that I wanted around for the occasion to fly them out to, you know, uh, Calgary or Quebec or, you know, Aspen, Colorado or the... You know, places where there's nobody that's ready to kill me. 
there's probably a lot of people ready to kill me right now in Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas, they're ready to kill me. Las Vegas, Los Angeles, New York City, the Bronx, you know, all these places, they got people that are ready to kill me. And when you walk around with millions of dollars and you're out here and you're buying bottles for everybody and you fucking, you know, you got all this, you've got, you know, five or six houses, rental properties, triple deckers around your neck. You know, if you're not, you know, people get jealous, especially uneducated people that go, that look at that and go, oh, he just got fucking lucky. Well, they don't see the hard work that goes into this and, and into that. And I'm not, you know, it doesn't compete. It's a different type of work. It's not, you know, they're not out here doing physical labor and that's what got them where they are. It's a different type of work, but they have to work for it. You have to work for your, towards your dreams, your goals. And when you hear these people, their goals are always, I want to get out the hood. I want to get mom and dad in a house on the hills or whatever. Okay, that is fine. When you do, when you get to that, but when they get to that level, they never do that. Yeah, they might buy a, my house, but it's in the middle of fucking South Central LA. It's a, it's a nice house, but at what cost? You know? Um, you know, so these guys were out in Houston. The club got shut down. They're out there throwing dice. And I'm going to be honest with you. I really thought, you know, from a first glance, from the first information that was out there, I'm sitting there going, you know, this is a hit. This is a hit. You know, how are you going to, how are we going to say that some guy comes in, is around these guys in front of 200 probably people, you know, because everybody's, you know, everybody wants to be around these guys. They're celebrities, you know. And you're going to walk in, shoot this kid, and then get out without a scratch? I don't know. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. So in my head, I'm going, you know, he knew, you know, he had a way in. He had egress. You know, this kid, this shit was planned out. This wasn't just a, you know, fly by the seat of his pants type fucking murder, you know? But now it's like, all this shit's coming out that, you know, it ended up being, well, so they say, you know, one of this kid's own guys started shooting and either hit him or when he started shooting for no reason, the other guy started shooting back and that's when he got killed. So this kid got killed for nothing. Unbelievable. Again, this is environment. You know what pisses me off, though? is that I saw some articles out there, you know, people were talking about how this is all because, you know, this is all because of Texas's uh, lenient uh, gun policies. Are you out of your fucking mind? Do these people actually believe this shit? You know? As if as if your right to carry or, you, or not having the right to carry, you know, in public or whatever, or concealed carry is going to make a fucking difference in these situations. It doesn't mean a fucking thing. If it ain't a legal gun, it's a dirty gun. One thing's for certain. There's going to be a fucking gun there. You know? It's crazy. It's crazy. 
because they'll use this shit to push like a fucking crazy agenda. And I'm not, you know, I, I, I get it. There are some, some shit that we got to work out. We got to do something about, some, you know, certain gun situations, you know. Some states take it to the next level, for sure. Guaranteed. I, I, I'll admit that, you know. But, I mean, come on, guys, really? You know? But sad shit, man. Sad shit. So rest in peace to that kid. I think he was like uh, like 28 years old. I couldn't even imagine getting shot in three years. That's fucked. Absolutely fucked. I uh, I had the uh, absolute blessing of getting a uh, meatloaf brought back down to me from uh, from my grandmother. My mother went up there to to help them do some stuff around the house, and she calls me up on her way back. She says, "You are not." gonna fucking believe this and i said what she goes what if i told you that in my car right now in the passenger seat i've got a meatloaf handmade by your grandmother ready to rock and roll we just got to reheat it and we're on and i was and i said do i go honestly i think it would be too good to be true i don't know if i really believe this she comes by my house she shows me it you know, it's fucking gleaming, you know, the, 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 the saran wrap has like that, that dew on it, you know, from sitting in the car for three hours on the trip down, you know, so it's just kind of marinating in its own ambiance down there. I'm like, this is the fucking real deal, you know? So, uh, next night, you know, I went over to a house and we, uh, reheated that bastard. Oh my God. It's crazy how, and I'm sure this isn't just me, but it's crazy how for me, things will, you know, certain things will make like memories just pop up in my head. You know, I'm, I took my first bite of this beautiful loaf of meat and I'm just going, wow. And like, I'm seeing like flashes every bite I take, I'm seeing a new memory you know uh, a happy memory a sad memory of this that it literally is just flooding back to me and it happens with certain things you know like you'll be walking around somewhere and you'll get a whiff of you know somebody's perfume and you go oh my god and you'll get this picture in your head of your grandmother who passed away and she used to wear that or you know you're walking through somebody's house and you smell something now you got these memories like I, I know when I smell uh, cigar smoke, I get these memories of going over to my great-grandfather and great-grandmother's house on a Friday night, you know, for coffee and donuts with my family as a little kid, and I remember smelling that cigar smoke, the cigarette smoke, you know, and uh, this meatloaf was just taking me on a fucking journey, you know, you think that it would be like infused with something, you know, like Grandma's over here just throwing mushrooms in it or some shit. It was just, it was like a out-of-body experience. Just, it was everything I expected and more, you know? And uh, it just was making me think of, it reminded me for some reason really about my old house in uh, in Slatersville. Slatersville is a, uh, 
I don't even know what you classify it. You know, it's like when you go to a town. All right, the town is North Smithfield, but inside of it, you've got Forestdale, Slatersville, uh, you know, shit like that. You know, so I guess it's like a a sub town, if you will. You know, postal code is a little bit different, but whatever. So in Slatersville, the 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 living situation was we had. A two-family house, two floors, obviously, um, and I lived with my parents up on the second floor. My grandparents lived down on the first floor, and uh, I wouldn't want it any other way. It was the perfect way to grow up, you know, the perfect place to grow up as well. And uh, my grandfather built a two-car garage with a big room up top, bathroom, um, which later became a, uh, you know, we called it the game room. You go up there, pool table, bar, TV, like I said, bathroom, um, you know, poker table. My drum set eventually went up there. Um, So it was a little place to, like, get away, you know? And I'd always be downstairs, in my grandparents' house, just always. If you would, you could always bank on me going down there. You know, I got away with murder. You know, I'd be sitting there, like, experimenting with shit. Like, uh, I remember one time <laughs> we had, you know, so we, we, we had the new garage. It was great, big. But there was also this little shitty garage. It was a single-car garage. And um, it was just... It was always filled with trash, not literal trash, but it was always filled with the shit that we didn't want anymore. It would go in there. It would get dusty. It would get dirty. You know, shit got piled up, you know, like it was just it was a mouse house more than anything. So we had this old lawnmower. I'm a kid. I'm retarded. I, I'm just like, I I want to see, I, I'm at the phase in life where I want to see how things work, you know. Um, I used to take apart vacuums and shit like that. I think I might have told you guys. I just like to see how everything works, you know. So one day, my, my father takes out an old shitty lawnmower that's there. Now, most people look at an old shitty lawnmower and go, Yep, that's going on the curb. See you later, right? Not me. I'm looking at this thing like a full-cost meal. I'm going, oh, my God. I could take the blades apart, see how the blades work. I could take the linkages apart, see how they work. I could take the motor apart. The motor was like I'm like salivating over the thought of this dirty, you know, mouse house infested, uh, you know, motor I'm like oh my god the possibility is I could put it in a bike you know never gonna happen but it is what it is so uh I take the the I I took the 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 lawnmower down and I immediately just take my tool set out and I rip the thing completely apart completely like I mean nut for nut bolt for bolt everything right out take the motor out and I remember going into the kitchen my my grandmother's kitchen and grabbing this 
beautiful, big. In retrospect, it's I gotta imagine it was expensive. It's like it's like one of those pots. I guess you'd probably put either a turkey or a ham in it. It's like blue, but it's got the white speckles in it. It might be nonstick. I'm not really sure what it is, but really nice pan. And I look at this and I go, that could definitely catch some serious oil. So I take it and I bring this motor out and I put it in the living room and uh, I'm just ripping it apart. I'm taking the pistons out. I got oil inside of her pots and pans, you know, and uh, she, you know, my grandfather walks through the door and he goes, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm, I'm rebuilding this hand motor. He goes, oh, all right. And he just shuts the door. About an hour and a half goes by. My grandmother pulls in the yard. I'm pretty excited to, you know, you want them to ask. You want them to say, you know, like, what are you doing? You know, so you could, well, you know, I'm doing blank, you know, and that way you seem kind of cool. So she parks the car, immediately lights a dot as she's walking to the door. She's trying to decompress before making dinner, I'm sure, you know, whatever she was about to do. And uh, she walks in and she just sees me on the floor with her pots, her pans, you know, that beautiful uh, speckled blue pot just filled with motor oil. And she's like, oh, my God, what's going on? And my grandfather just pokes his head and he goes, oh, yeah, Johnny's rebuilding an engine. It was like it was it was just comedic, like you had to be there type of thing, you know. But this meatloaf reminded me of stupid hijinks like that, you know, all the stupid things I had, you know. Um, like I got a, a shotgun pulled on me one day, me, my buddy, Chris, you know, we lived a few doors down. We, we go out into the woods, you know, and we're, we're like, you know, probably 30 paces into the woods. And we think that we're fucking, you know, uh, Jeff Corwin, you know, we're like, oh, we're fucking out here, you know? And, uh, we were trying to start a fire, if you can believe that. And, uh, you know, we're like, oh, we should have a campfire. So we're trying to start a fire. We're like rubbing fucking sticks together. You know, we're trying to, uh, you know, uh, breathe, you know, cup our hands and breathe onto the wood to just get it to instantaneously combust. You know, nothing's working. And uh, next thing you know, we hear, you know, leaves crunch behind us. And I look up. And there's this guy with a double barrel shotgun pointed right at my head. And he says, what the fuck are you doing? And it ended up being, you know, my neighbor, uh, older guy, old school. You know, I mean, I, in retrospect, I get it. You know, you, you got these fucking kids out here. And of course, he says, what are you guys doing out here? I says, oh, I'm, we're trying to start a fire. We're on his land, you know. And, uh, you know, he says, get the fuck out of here type deal. We run out of there, go back to the house. I tell my grandfather, he goes over there, you know, what the fuck? Well, they're trying to stop fires, rah, rah, rah. So, you know, I get the talk, don't go over there, you know, whatever. Stupid shit like that. Or building mini bikes, porting, you know, porting intakes and shit like that with, uh, with Blockhead, you know, in the backyard and just beating the bag out of absolutely anything we could get our hands on. Dirt bikes, pit bikes, 
mini bikes, four wheelers, quads. I mean, whatever we could physically get our hands on, it was getting the absolute bag beaten out of it. I remember taking my buddy back there one day, and I'm just, I had this little pit bike that I built, and I'm just letting that motor scream. It's its screaming. We're at like 8K, just, and I pull it over, and he, he walks in the backyard. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, oh, not much, you know. He's trying to be cool. So I said, yeah, pretty cool bike, huh? He goes, yeah, I like that. So I said, yeah, this thing runs real cool, you know, and he fucking... He goes, oh, yeah, it does that. I says, oh, yeah. I said, watch this. So I, I said, touch this here. It's the exhaust manifold. The fucking kid, he touches it. Mick griddles his hand. I mean, you know, I'm howling, laughing. He's looking at me going, now I got to go. What am I going to tell my mother? <laughs> you know, when you're a kid, you know, the things that the things that you think about. And uh, his fucking hands bubbled up. You should have seen it the next day. Oh, my God. Really sadistic shit. But this is what it was like growing up over there. We just had like endless fun. You know, it was just it was amazing. Had a really good, you know, uh, relationship with 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 the kids in the neighborhood. That was back when we played outside, you know. So and I had this uh, we had a park down the street. So we would go down there and, you know, just have a good time and you'd meet up with your friends or whatever. And I mean, it was a really good small town vibe, you know, I, I, and, you know, these memories are just coming back to me, and it's like, fuck, man, like, we had a good run, you know, we had a really good run, and it's like that cliche fucking thing where it's like, we didn't know it at the time, but one of those days was the last time we were all together, you know, it was really crazy, and eventually my grandparents moved out, you know, my parents moved out. They ended up buying their own house elsewhere. And, uh, you know, I ended up, you know, moving out for a while. I ended up, you know, moving back once I got out of high school and, and moved back into the uh, the apartment, you know, the, the game room above the garages and shit like that. And uh, it was it was pretty cool, you know. It was pretty cool. And all this is because of this beautiful, gleaming moist, juicy meatloaf, you know? Again, this is what America is all about. Memories, hijinks, car theft, fun. You know, this is this is the American way. This is why we work every day, you know? And, uh... To my grandmother that's listening, I know you are. Thank you for that. I needed that, you know? Nothing like getting yourself regrounded with reality from a uh, a loaf of God knows what, you know? Before I forget, by the way, on a little side tangent here, I just want to I wanna let it be known as a reminder to Brandon. I know you're listening to this, you fuck. I've got, you know, so this is what happened. I, you know, my girl gets the uh, auto-subscribe on Amazon. You save like 15%, whatever, on certain items. You, you order it and it comes in every month. You can set the duration. Well, she fucked up. And for those that don't know, Fajita is about, actually, she went to the vet yesterday. She's 16 pounds, fed, 
and you know lubricated everything like like filled ready to rock and roll she's 16 pounds well she eats a quarter of a cup of food in the morning and a cup of food at the end of the night so if you keep it up with the math she's doing a half of a cup of food every day and for whatever reason you know we buy the 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 delish the oh no no the nutrish from uh from Rachel Ray you know and you can't buy it in small bags anymore if you can reach out to me let me know cuz I'd love to know so my fiance god bless her soul she orders a fucking 50 pound bag which is going to take us a year and a half to get through you know with what we feed our dog and uh she fucked up the uh the auto subscribe and we ended up getting another bag like a week later and now I got this 50 50 pound bag of puppy chow just sitting in my garage and uh you know I'm like fuck what are we gonna do so we put it online and you know I get a laugh because you know we put it online and we put it on our local Facebook page for the town now we know that there's you know there's a place in town that has um, the stray dogs, what's it called? A, um, a, uh, not a kennel. Is it a kennel? I don't know. The kill, the kill shelters, all those fucking types of places, you know? So we're like, well, somebody's going to use it. You know, a lot of people, I mean, everybody around here has got a dog, you know, and they all sound fucking big. You drive down the street, you walk down the street. It sounds like fucking, there's a Cujo at everybody's house, you know? And, uh, so we put a post online, you know, we've got this, 50 pound bag and you know i mean everybody loves the nutritious good shit the dogs can't get enough of it you know fajita's fucking you know just taking you know she just wolfs it down you know and uh you know we get these people and they're like yeah you know i'll take it but can you bring it to me (laughs) i don't get it i i don't get it is this is this what you're supposed to do is this supposed to be normal because I guess I'm just missing out. I didn't I didn't get that teaching from my parents and my family. That is not in my moral uh that doesn't even that direction doesn't even show up on my moral compass, you know? Will you bring it to me? That's the mentality though. That's like everybody nowadays. It's like, yeah, you know, I'll I'll take that thing off your hands. Can you bring it? <laughs> and we're talking about a bag of food here. It's not like I'm like yeah, I got this fucking 72 El Camino just rotten into the ground. You want it? Yeah, all right. Send it over on a flatbed. We're not talking about that. It's not a, a big deal. We're talking about puppy chow here, you know? These fucking people, you know, you got paraplegics now, you know, and they're driving race cars and, uh, you know, they're fucking uh, they're, they're swimming in the Olympics and, you know, you see these uh, these people, you know, they're completely, completely paralyzed right out. And they're doing these amazing things. You know, even me, I'm watching going, holy shit, you know, I, I really got to step it up a notch here. You know, this fucking guy, he's got no head and he's fucking, he just won the Kentucky Derby or, you know, he's fucking, he just won the 500-yard dash against fucking Kumo D. What's his name? Um... The guy from Jamaica there, fucking, oh, Usain Bolt, you know? And uh, 
These people are doing amazing things. Then you got these able-bodied peoples with fucking Subaru Foresters, and they don't want to take a trip down the fucking street to come get the puppy child. So I said, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not delivering anything. It was like the other day, a few months ago, we had a, uh, you know, we had a, uh, a letter come in to our mailbox, and it had a name. It was made out to our address. Clearly wasn't ours, so we posted the Facebook page. It seemed like it was important, and uh, you know the fucking you know we're like, listen, this is you know we 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 blurred out some of the, you know the address, but we left the name alone and where it came from, and you know somebody's like, oh yeah yeah that is for me. I'm sorry, I live over here. Boom boom boom. Yeah, just drop it off when you get a chance. Drop it off. I told I told you know my fiance she's she's from she's from a whole nother <laughs> group of uh, a whole different mindset if you will I'm trying to put it nicely you know she's a sucker if you will and she'll actually do this shit and I'm looking at her going fuck that guy I'll shred that thing I'll light that thing on fire I'm not bringing it to his house we'll leave it in the mailbox he can come by in the morning and he can grab it you know. Nope, no, she, you know, thank God, I mean, she's, she's got a golden rocking chair waiting because she brought it over there, I said, I ain't fucking bringing it, it's not my mail, <laughs> you know, it looked pretty important, but clearly it's not impo- important enough for that guy to go, you know what, let me get in the car right now, now, and go, and this is at like four o'clock in the afternoon, in terms of posting on Facebook, that's a very, very great time to post, that's, that's, it's right before prime time. It's right before dinner. You got time to go and make a last, you know, last ditch effort to grab your mail, or uh, if you see a a, a a a item on marketplace, you can just get there just early enough to get back for mashed potatoes and apple pie, you know. And this fucking guy says that, so she brings it over there. But back to the puppy child, you know. So I got this bag of fucking. This 50-pound bag. So I said, you know what? Take it off the Facebook. Fuck these people. They don't want to get it. Let their dogs starve. Not my problem. So I call up Brandon, who we had briefly. I called him live on the podcast a little while ago. I think it was episode 15 or something like that. And uh, I said, hey, you know, I got this bag of puppy chow. He says, oh, great. What brand is it? I said, well, it's it's Nutrish. He goes, oh, my God, we can't even find that. I said, yeah, tell me about it. Nobody carries this shit anymore. And uh, so he seemed pretty excited. And, uh, you know, the, the guy is fucking nowhere to be found. He won't come and get the fucking puppy chow. I don't get it. He's another one. You know, oh, yeah, 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 I'll take it. He wants me to drop it off. I'm not, Brandon, I'm not dropping it off at your house, guy. You know, you know what, guys, his last appearance was so well received. I got calls from people and they were going, who the fuck is that? You know, and uh, let's call him now and let's find out when he's going to come and get this puppy chow. Hold on one minute, please. Cue the the elevator music. Blap, 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 blap. Blap, blap. Oh, here we go. This is Brandon. Yo. Brandon. What's up? Why are you already laughing? 
<laughs> why do you why do you say my voice? Why do you say my name like that just immediately on the phone? Why does everybody say that shit? <laughs> Your voice, Brandon. She says the same thing to me the other night. She goes, "Oh, she's like, stop doing that." I said, "What are you talking about?" She goes, "Whenever somebody answers the phone, you say." Nick or Brandon, you say their name real fucking like abrupt Stern, like. Like 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 you're you're gonna tell me to do something or something. <laughs> well it's quite funny that you say that. What? He's still laughing. You hear him? He's still laughing. <laughs> I'm calling you because I've got this fucking bag of nutrition puppy chow and it's old. Oh my god. Why what's the problem? <laughs> this fucking puppy chow. <laughs> You have a dumpster in your driveway. No, I don't. No, I don't. Jimmy took it the other day. Oh, my God. We had plenty of opportunities to just chuck it right in the Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Am I like, am I fucked up or something? Did I not have a conversation with you where I called you and you even said to me, you go, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Shut up. Shut up. Wait, you said to me, you go, wait a minute. I don't even know where you could get Nutrish Puppy Chow anymore. I couldn't find the fucking shit, so we switched food. And you sounded really fucking thrilled and excited about it. Um, yeah. Okay. So what the fuck is, so what has changed between then and now? I've got to know. I can't picture myself making a trip out there just for nutrition. Are you fucking, are you really that fucking, wow. The trip out there, the trip out there, you do realize that we're like a town away, right? Yeah. So what's the fucking problem? (laughs) I mean, we got dog food. I'm sure you got dog food. Dumbass, but I got a 50-pound bag right here that you can have for the bubble. It costs like $50 for the fucking bag. You're getting it for nothing. You're getting it for the goose egg. Come and get the fucking bag of food, guy. I can literally imagine it just sitting in your fucking kitchen in your house. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, it's one step even worse because it's sitting right. It's in a big-ass box that it came in right by my garage door. So every day when I open the fucking door, it goes bang, and it hits the fucking box. It jolts the door. It hurts my wrist all the time. Every day my wrist gets impacted by it. So and then you let out a big sigh of disappointment. Oh, you know, you, you already know the vibes, you know. And then the issue that I have, the, the biggest problem is that you come over here, me, you, and your lovely bride, we go out to fucking lunch, and then you don't even take the fucking thing. You speed off, you chirp in second as you're leaving my fucking house. I forgot about it. Why are you still laughing, guy? <laughs> I can't. It's it's tough to take this this tone of voice seriously. Oh, yeah, well, this tone. Okay, this tone of voice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking whatever. Well, it is what it is, I guess. So, do you want it? Do you not want it? What do you want? Uh, it depends. When's the next time we're gonna see you? Wow, <laughs> wow. I don't know. I guess that's gonna be determined. Wow. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be taking a trip out there for, <laughs> right. for Rachel Ray. All right, asshole. Sounds good. <laughs> Appreciate it. You've been, a, you've been a real fucking help in this situation. Wow. Wow. Click. That's what we do with that. Click. The minute that you start with the bullshit with me, I'm just going to fucking stop responding. I'm not responding to, to, to just, you know what? I can't even, like, th- at this point... 
Like I said in the last podcast, the kid is fucking gone. You know he's gone. You know? This is what he does. You know, this is what everybody does. You know, you, you just saw it. I didn't even have... That wasn't scripted nothing. You just saw firsthand exactly what I'm talking about. I got this 50-pound bag of puppy chow, canine food, and the fucking kid doesn't want to come and get it. He wants me to bring it to his house. Wow. Wow. This is this is a this is an epidemic. This is a problem. Man oh man. You know, I hear from all these historians it's like, "Oh, you know, as we progress, life is going to be easier." Life is not getting any easier. We're getting lazier. It's 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 getting Hotter by the second. It's fucking making me sick, you know? And it's all because of Brandon. I'm going to have to bring this fucking kid on the podcast so we can sit down and try to dissect his brain. Because he really is gone, you know? He's a good kid, but he looks like if if you've ever had, like, you know one of those toys that when you squeeze its body, it's eyeballs pop out and the ears pop out that's what he looks like you know but he's a really good boy we used to uh we used to go over to his house i'd sleep at his house all the time his father would come back from bar hopping and bring like fucking just like oodles and oodles of food and just it was always chinese it was fucking hilarious you know it's just like and his father's like the funniest fucking guy I've ever met in my life. Just everything he says is just zing. You know, it just has that funny tone that 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 it's just amazing. You know, he's really the ideal character that we need to have on the podcast. And hopefully one day we can make that happen. So, if Brandon, if you're not going to come and get the fucking dog food, at least get us a link up with your father. Bring him down to the ranch. We'll have a talk, and we'll get to the bottom of it. Maybe he can explain what he was doing while you were swimming around in his ball bag. Wow. My friends, ladies and gentlemen. Well, listen. We're a little bit... I'm I'm exhausted, okay? So let's, let's wrap this, this episode up. I love you guys dearly. We're, uh, like I said, we're growing in popularity. Let's check the stats right here, right now, live on the Tainted Judgment podcast. Uh, We are at 1,100 downloads so far. So that is good. We're, uh, We're about 100 up from last episode. Slowly but surely growing, guys. Every day, just a little bit more. That's all we can... That's all we can ask for here, folks. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a great day, great night, whatever. And uh, I want to leave you guys with a beautiful song. This song actually came as a recommendation from uh, my fiance's uncle, who I'm sure is going to be on soon. And uh, it's a great song. It really is. The song is Frank Sinatra. I've got you under my skin. It's uh, You can find it on the Sinatra reprise, the Very Good Years album. Kind of like a mashup of the greatest hits, you know? And uh, 
it's funny. He sent me that. You know, he's probably thinking, oh, he doesn't know. He doesn't know this shit. But in reality, I mean, man, back in the day, it just this listening to that song again when he sent it to me brought back memories of being with my mother. My mother loved Dean. She loved Frank, you know, so always growing up in the car, you know, I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, this fucking shit. But now that I'm older, you know, I'm just, and now the end is near. And so, uh, you know, I'm just fucking, I'm totally in now, you know. So this shit brings back memories. And even though it's meant in a different way, Brandon, you're under my fucking skin. You're driving me crazy. Not in a sexual tension way, but just in general, you drive me out of my fucking mind. God bless your wife because I don't know how she does it. But um, have a great one, everybody. Thanks for listening once again. Enjoy that song and uh, have a great weekend. Ciao.